fun, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So Pete, Pete told me a couple of things today. We met, and you know, he he's he's been really good to you know talk to me about my talks. And he's like, just a couple. You're doing good. You're doing fine. But just a few things. Just try to try to hold it together emotionally. You know, like. <laughs> so that's number one. Uh, you know, two would be you know try not to you know intro with some like sort of adolescent crisis. You know, like because that's getting old. You know, it's like. We, we can move beyond that, you know. I forget what the third one was, you know, but it was, it was really helpful. Remember my talk. Oh, I remember what the third. Do not. You, this is kind of like a Bible-loving, honoring place. Do not tomahawk any Bibles, you know. It's like there was some fallout that happened among all of these scripture-loving Christians in the room. He tomahawked a Bible. The Holy Scriptures, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were at my table, and Jeff was saying, you know, like he was giving me some advice too. He's like, you know, like we're I, I'm here. My kids are kind of older and everything. Can you just talk about marriage a little bit? You know, like not so much the kids stuff and all that, because we need to rev things up. You know, it's like so. So if, so if you can just just. Just get a little something in there about the marriage. I'm I'd appreciate it. So I aim to please. I aim to please about that. So I, I hope, I, I, I literally hope that this has been a good experience for, for you and your marriage. You know, uh, I mean, the, the kids take a lot of, out of you. Uh, my youngest takes a lot out of me and most of you. You know, if you've... <laughs> <laughs> I heard somebody say we were at breakfast, I don't know if it was this morning or whatever, but I came in and I heard this god-awful shriek that I know was mine, you know, and then someone said, oh, that's Asher, you know, like, <laughs> I think that's the speaker's kid, you know, <laughs> right there. So, so thanks for putting up with him, but uh, I do hope it's good for marriage. So I, I want to talk about like how I've fallen in love, all right? So I, I'm going to tell you the story about how my my wife and I fell in love, or at least I fell in love, you know, with her, all right? So I, uh, we, we met in graduate school, and I remember going down to the school in, in St. Louis early, you know, before classes started and everything, because I needed a, a place to stay, you know, so I need to go down and, and check that out. So I went, and, uh, and it took a long time to find the right place. And I was with this guy who worked in the school, and we had kind of exhausted conversation after about like three, you know, days of looking for an apartment or whatever. And I was single, you know, at the time. And so eventually I just kind of went for it, and I was like, so, you know, like, kind of what's the girl situation, you know, like, you know, down, down here, and, uh, and he cracked this joke, but then he said, there, there's this one, there's this one, and he, start, and he was a happily married man, you know, and everything, but he was like, you know, there's this one, and, and talked about this, this beautiful, intelligent, you know, like, really smart, intuitive woman, and I'm like all ears, you know, about this, and, uh, and he's like, well, but she's kind of a, a little top shelf, I was like, well, what does that mean, it's like, well, you know, you, she's hard to get to, and I said, what does that mean, you know, like, the more, 
the more that he talked about the, this impenetrable veneer of this beautiful woman, the more I, it was game on, you know? So I was like, <laughs> I, I want to meet this woman. <laughs> and so, uh, so I did. I finally got to the school, and, and I worked, like, in the, in the school, too, like, part-time. And so I was like, I know I'm going to see her. Like, it's not that big. You know, I know I'm going to see her around. And so, um, so I'd kind of see her from afar, but uh, is my voice changing? Is that strange? It's like hitting puberty as I'm speaking, you know, up here. That was very strange. But uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to stand. Pete, what are you doing back there? <laughs> so uh, just sit down. <laughs> Making me nervous. <laughs> Making me nervous. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I, I was looking for her and I could not, I, I could not, like I, I, I thought I'd have a chance a couple of times, like in a couple of these settings and everything. And I was, I, I was not ashamed. I was just going to walk right up to her and talk to her, you know, and she would somehow like elude me. I mean, she was like, um, like a Himalayan snow leopard or something, you know, like, <laughs> You just rarely see them in their natural habitat. They're always, you can't even get a picture. I mean, like, she just, she just like, slip away. Just right, like, right there. I was so close, like, so many times. <laughs> I'm serious. And uh, so... So I got my chance. I literally got my chance. Uh, this one day, I was working in the admissions office, and uh, this this guy from Syracuse, New York, he 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 writes and he says, you know, I'm interested in, in coming in, and uh, and I'm interested in the school, and I'm interested in this particular program. And my job was to like bring them in and and, and set up their visit. And so uh, as soon as I, you know, he said, you know, I'm interested in this dual degree program. I asked my colleague, it's like, hey, do you know any students? you know, current students that are in this dual degree program so I can set them up when the, this student arrives or this prospective student. And uh, said, well, Tasha Whitles in that. You know, he was the guy, you know, who's telling me about the one. And so, and so I was like, that's my in. So, I, I mean, I wrote, I sat down, I composed myself, wrote this very professional email, you know, about her, um, would she be willing to sit with this prospective student and I should be there, you know, like... <laughs> I mean, just in case anything went down, I would be there, you know? So, and so she said yes, you know, of course. And, uh, and so it's like, great, all right, I, that's, my, that's my in. It'd be like our first date. And she, she wouldn't know about that, but it's like in my heart, and this, is, this is our first step together, you know? And so uh, she said yes, and the day was coming, and the night before, or the day, day before, uh, this guy, um, who, whose name, I'm not kidding, is Mark Yablonsky, all right? There, there's, there's two parts of this story. There's, there's like two versions. There's, there's my wife's version, and there's the truth, okay? So I'm, I'm going to tell you the scout's honor truth, you know, tonight. And, uh, and so uh, this guy, Mark Yablonsky from, from Syracuse, New York, he, he said, I, I'm not coming. And, uh, and he gave two completely, like, fabricated reasons why he was not coming. And so I was like, 
dang it, you're like really undermining my plans with this woman, you know, this elusive snow leopard, you know, this fox that I've been trying to really hook up with. And so um, <laughs> this is true, okay? The, the night before uh, that, that, that this date was going to go down, uh, we're in this big hall, there's a speaker, and, uh, and I walked in and, and literally like from across this like huge gallery with a lot of people in it, I see her, like I see her. And I immediately act like I did not see her because I didn't want to seem desperate, you know? So I'm, you know, I'm just making my way around the room, you know, just kind of... <laughs> shooter, you know, and uh, going around, playing it off, just totally playing it off. And I knew, I knew what I, I, I wanted to go over and I wanted to speak with her. So I finally get, get to her and I say, uh, you know, I don't know what I said, but I get to the point where I'm like, um, so are we still on, you know, like for tomorrow, like for, for lunch? And she says, yes. And I'm like, Okay, so, and then I, I, I knew, I knew at, the, at that moment what I wanted to say, and my heart is like beating out of my chest, like I'm really like feeling it, and then, and then all of a sudden like, bam, I have this flashback, all right, back to like fifth grade, okay, and like, I'm serious, all right, this is a major thing, a flashback to fifth grade, I had the hots for Lisa Baggerly, like something like fierce, and Lisa was like, she was very pasty and like kind of stout and and for some reason that was like unbelievably attractive <laughs> to me I wanted her in the worst way all right so Lisa Baggerly and back in the days like you had to if you wanted you know a shot at, at a girl in a fifth grade you of course had to what you know back in the day you had to write a note all right, you don't talk to girls in the fifth grade. You write them a note. And so this is how the note goes. It's like, dear Lisa, <laughs> uh, will you go with me? Those were, <laughs> you remember that? Okay, all right. And then check boxes, like under... <laughs> I'm not kidding, not kidding. And so I have this enormous checkbox with this huge yes with an exclamation point. And I like wrote this tiny little like no checkbox like in Chinese or something, you know, so making it blatantly obvious, you know, what she needed to choose. And so I, I she's so beautiful and pasty. I can't even like give it directly to her. So I give it to, I give it to my friend who gives it to her friend. And then she eventually gets it, you know, and she's across the room and she, She's considering it, and um, she's writing something down. I was like, she's responding. And then uh, eventually, throughout the day, it gets back to me. And, uh, and I, open, I open up the, the note. And you know what it says? No, Pete said I couldn't do that part. of the, So she said yes, okay? <laughs> it's like, I was... I was on. So, uh, so, but it's not over. So this is how to, to consummate the relationship in, in 
fifth grade, so to speak, <laughs> you, you had to do something. So there was a one further step that was very important. You couldn't just do this by note. Like you literally had to meet in some way, like face to face, all right? And you had to say the words like out loud, okay? And so it's like, okay, we're going to meet at afternoon recess this afternoon at the ball cage, you know, like where you check out, you know, like your, you know, basketballs or whatever. And so, so this is like the ball cage now and I'm there. And of course I got my posse, you know, like behind me. And then she's on the other side of the ball cage and she's got her posse. And it's like, like four or five of, of her friends. It's like a showdown, you know? And I have the utter confidence, you know, that because of this note, you know, it's like, I know what her answer is. All I have to do is say it, you know? So I get up there and she's over there and all of her beauty. And she has red hair, by the way. So she's pasty and red hair and, and glorious. And I look at her with all the just, just confidence and bravado that I had. And I said, Lisa, will you go with me? And she literally goes, nope, and like walks off. And so does her posse. And like, I am, I am sitting there like completely stunned, you know, at the whole thing. I told you it wasn't going to go bad, but it kind of did go bad. Like all my stories end up going that way. And, uh, and, and I, was, I was hurt and, uh, and offended and hurt, you know, like, <laughs> just an Anchorman quote, sorry. <laughs> Anybody like Anchorman? <laughs> okay, thank you. So uh, I, 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 was, I was obviously like really kind of shut down by this whole experience, but uh, that was my flashback. So can we flash forward back again? I'm in front of Tasha, my now wife and everything. I had this flashback and I'm thinking to myself, I, I want to say these words, but it could go horribly wrong. And, uh, you know, we've had many years of therapy to work this out, but I, I'm here and I know what I want to say. And I said, I said, Tosh, you know, you have this thing tomorrow. And, and uh, she said, yes, I'm, we're still on. I said, you know, the guy, he, he canceled and he's not going to be around, but will you go to lunch with me anyway? And you know what she said? She said, yes. She said, yes. You can clap at that. She said, yes. So there's a point to this story, you know, uh, eventually. Uh, you know, why is it that, uh, like, you, 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 when you're on the verge and of an asking for this relationship, why is it that there is so much, you know, going on? Like, your heart is beating and your palms are sweating and everything. Like, because love, real love, real love, which we enjoy now. Lisa Baggerly is just a floozy, you know, like, but. But this one, this one was the real deal. Real love takes risk, doesn't it? If you want real love, you have to take a risk. And there's this Bible story, and I won't even pull out a Bible because people won't let me have one anymore. But um, I'm just going to try to memorize from, from what I know the story in Matthew of the, uh, of the disciples out on the water and uh, the storm comes, and then Jesus comes out and walks on the water. And you know that story and everything. And they're frightened. And he said, do not be afraid, you know, for it is I, you know, on, on, the, on the water. And then Peter gets all cocky and everything. Hey, if it's you, call me out and everything. And then like Jesus in this very, probably Chuck Norris, like Bruce Lee, he's like, great, come on, you know. And he, he brings him out there. And of course, he, he, he does what? 
Like, he doesn't think about it. He just steps out, you know. He might have even jumped out. And, of course, what does he do? He, he, he literally pulls it off. I mean, he's walking on water, like, towards Jesus. There's, there's a risk. There's an inherent risk, like, involved in that. Because, like, he jumps out and everything, and there are all sorts of other folks that were, like, in this boat, you know, and they didn't come out. And I bet you they wanted to come out after they saw Peter. And I'm sure Peter was looking back saying, you know, he's like moonwalking out there. You know, he's like, like getting in, into all of his buddies' faces about, you know, what he's doing and everything. But he's the one that stepped out of the water. And here's my question for you. You know that Jesus is calling you out. You know that Jesus is, has, has, knows you and he chooses you and he asks you and he invites you and he beckons you to, to come and to follow him and enter into this love relationship like no other. If there is true love, you'll find it in Jesus, not in anyone, anything else. You know? That's where you're going to find it. And he's calling and I'm wondering, I'm wondering, like, where are you in the boat? It's like, are you... Are you like me that sometimes like I, I kind of, like I'm really inspired. I'm totally inspired by God and I'm really moved and I f- want, I feel confident, you know, in this and I want to step out and everything. But then I, I was like, whoa, hold on. You know, it's like I'm, I'm a little calculating, you know, but there's this other part of my life too. And I kind of have to hold this together and, uh, and, and act this part as well. I really want to do this, but I'm also very deeply afraid of what might happen if I truly step out. Because if I really step out there, I'm fully committed. And that's kind of like I'm out of control. And I, I can't control it out there. This is comfortable back here. This is my little, you know, world. And so you think about like, what is, what, what's your boat? What, what is the boat that you're in, that, 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 that comfort and the convention, or just you're in a rut, or it, whatever it is, what is preventing you, you know, from truly stepping out? Because you know without a doubt that God is calling you. But have you really said yes? You can say yes and stay in the boat, and that's really not a yes, you know, or are you really stepping out? We did a, some, an exercise with some of the, the, the KCs today about, you know, we did some Lexio Divina where the scriptures like spoke to, to them. And I was amazed at the insight that these young people had about how God was speaking to them. And there's an action step in this last round of Lexio Divina of what is God calling you to do? And God was speaking to, to all of them. And we encouraged them. It's like, whatever God is calling you to do, don't just sit there. Don't just talk about it. Don't just think about it. Don't just walk away from a weekend like this. Say, oh, that was good. That was fun. Gosh, wasn't dog sledding really awesome? You know, but God spoke to me. I heard it. He's calling me to do something. Not that it's all about doing something, but it's more like stepping out and truly trusting that God is, is with you. That you will, you're called not just to, to him, but you're called and sent out by him to, to, to be his, his ambassadors, to be a part of the body of Christ. There's things that he wants you to do in the world, and the world out there desperately needs you. So there's this great, great... Um, a quote that many of you guys have heard from Pedro Arupe. Pedro Arupe was a general secretary of the Jesuit order for many, many years, well-loved. He was on ground zero uh, when the, the atom bomb was dropped uh, in Japan and, re- and, and stayed there, uh, which was amazing. But he said this 
and this is about falling in love. He said, there's nothing more practical than finding God. That is falling in love in a quite absolute and final way. There's nothing more practical. We think that, oh, that's kind of pie in the sky, and that's kind of good when you're at a retreat and you're kind of emotionally into it and everything. But I'm going to get back to my practical world. And he's saying there's nothing more practical than falling in love with God. Because of this, what you're in love with, what seizes your imagination, will affect everything. What you fall in love with affects everything. It'll decide what will get you out of bed in the morning and what you'll do with your evenings and how you spend your weekends and what you read and who you know and what breaks your heart and what amazes you with joy and gratitude. What you fall in love with, and real love takes risk, what you fall in love with decides everything. So this beautiful weekend is this great invitation for you to fall back in love. Many of you guys have felt that love of God. That's why you're here. And that's why you go to the churches. And that's why you care about your relationship with God. And you're willing to come here and bring your families here. But have you totally stepped out of the boat and fallen head over heels back in love with God? I hope that you will. I need to do that. And there's no quicker way to fall head over heels back in love with your spouse, whom God has brought you together with, than to fall in love with God. Because we love God first. Because God first loves us. And it's only through the love of God that I can even know the first thing about loving my wife. Or receiving the love that God uniquely has placed in her heart for me. Everything else is just kind of like, the details. Fall in love with God again. Fall in love with him. Let go. Let go. Take the plunge. Let it go. There's nothing better. There's nothing sweeter. There's nothing more practical than falling in love with God. Step out of the boat. Jesus, thank you so much for this night and this wonderful dinner. And uh, seeing me dance up there was great. <laughs> thank you for these people who have become friends, who you, you've known who have all along have been my brothers and sisters. And now uh, meeting them here and celebrating life with them has been a deep blessing. So thank you, uh, God. Allow us to receive this love that you have for us and for us to take the risk we want to so bad. Help, help us to step out of the boat. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.